Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week we're talking about a new tech breakthrough in energy-saving building materials recently developed at Purdue University in Indiana. There, researchers led by assistant civil engineering professor Dr. Miriam Velelizankos have figured out a way to incorporate what they call phase change materials into the top layers of things like drywall, bricks, and shingles, which, she tells us, makes them a whole lot more energy efficient, a process, she says, is both good for your wallet and good for the planet. Here's why. We are reducing the energy that will reduce also the cost of heating and cooling of our buildings. It also comes also with a reduction of the carbon footprint because our energy right now is not coming from renewable sources, most part of that. So that's two of the main benefits, but there's one more. You remember about these power outages that occur, I think was in Texas, that were kind of scary. The good thing is that we will have our houses with more resilient against this kind of power outages. Our houses will stay more time in the, let's say, right temperature. So our pipes will not freeze <laughs> or it, it will take more time to freeze, and then we will have, let's say, a livable temperature inside our home. So it will be a house that will be more safe, too, in terms of not be so vulnerable, this kind of power outages or, or issues. Okay, excellent. So let's kind of get into a specific here, okay? So imagine that we're in a room, and there's a like a brick or a piece of drywall or a shingle on the table in front of us. What is it that you're going to do to those objects and how are you going to do it? And what is it that you're going to use exactly to accomplish these goals that you have? Let's say we have a piece of drywall. Even it looks very solid, it has a lot of porosity, very tiny, small holes. So what I will do is I will put it in a chamber that is filled with a phase change material. Let's say the wax that we have in our candles it will be hot so it will be liquid form so i will put our drywall inside this chamber and it will be covered and surrounded for all areas out of this box so we will close the chamber and we will pump out the air the air inside these tiny pores it will go out because you are sucking the air out the liquid wax will go in there's no other way because you know you are subtracting the air it, you're pushing really with a lot of force the wax inside. So then when you finish, you just stop the pump, remove the wall, just clean the surfaces. And what you will have is a drywall that it looks exactly the same, but inside these very tiny pores, we're not talking about big pores, we're talking about very tiny pores, the phase change material will stay there. Then when it cools down, it gets solid. But then you might thinking, what happened when you go to high temperatures, right? It will become liquid again, but there's not a problem. And the reason why we don't have a problem of leakage is because this phase change material is inside these very tiny pores. And because of capillary forces, it cannot go out. You will need to apply vacuum again to extract it. That, of course, you will not do because you want it to stay there. And we did several trials with very, very high temperatures, stay for a long time, have no leakage at all. So we are increasing strength, increasing durability, 
and increasing the thermal inertia all at the same time. Okay, I'm going to kind of try to paint a little word picture then for people who are listening. So let's imagine that we've got, you know, one of those contraptions that you see on TV where you put your clothes in this bag and then you attach this thing and it sucks out all the air. So it's kind of like that, right? Yes. So the piece of drywall is kind of like a shirt you put in one of those bags and then you've got it covered with, would you say, wax? Is yeah, it, it could certain, be. Is it a yeah, certain it kind of wax or just any wax? The one that we use in our experiments is paraffin, but we can use other kind of Facial materials, we don't want to limit just to that one, but that's the one that we use. We use paraffin, the one that you have in your candles. Okay, so you've got a shirt in the bag and you've got a melted candle, a bunch of melted candles <laughs> yes. all over the top of it. Then you get your hose on it and you suck out all the air. And suddenly in the little pores of your shirt, you know, there's this paraffin. And even if you put this shirt on in the summertime and you were sweating and it was really hot, it's not going to leak out of the pores of the shirt, right? Essentially, yes. essentially, that's what you're saying, right? Yes. Well, the, the, well, yes. That's exactly that. The only difference is that the shirt is more flexible, so if you stretch the shirt, most likely it will come up. But in our case, because it's a solid material, yeah, the idea is kind of the same. The only difference, I will say, do not do not try to do it with the shirt because <laughs> <laughs> this year it might not be the same because you don't have the same kind of pores and right. shirt is flexible. So I will say, yes, the process is the same, but don't do it with shirts. <laughs> don't do it with your shirt. Okay, great. And so could you do this with a brick? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we did it with bricks. We did it with drywall. With shingles, it's a little bit different, but we adapt the process too and... With, for example, fiber cement, siding panels, concrete panels, any kind of building envelope material that has a role on that kind of cover our building and its poros, we can do it in any of these kind of materials, even wood. Excellent. So the reason why I'm kind of excited about this is, you know, like many people, I own a home and it's older and I've replaced a lot of the windows. So it's a lot more energy efficient than it used to be. But eventually it's going to have to get a new roof. I'm shuddering at the cost. But wouldn't it be cool if when I do get a new roof, the shingles had this stuff in it and then it could make my older home more energy efficient? Could that work? Exactly, exactly. That's one of the main goals is just to make existing homes and also new homes more efficient. Same thing with the bricks. Of course, you will not change everything, but if you change part of your facade, you put the new bricks, you start to get something more efficient. But that's our goal, just, just to help people to get a house that it will be, let's say, more livable with less energy cost and at the same time, more sustainable. I like the idea that... If, for example, let's say someday I'm able to afford to put a new roof and then maybe some new siding on my house, and then there was a power outage, if the materials were all incorporated with this phase change material, then if there was a power outage, I wouldn't be so scared that I was going to freeze to death if there was a huge snowstorm and I couldn't get out for a few days. Yeah, exactly. You will have more time with a good temperature inside your house. It doesn't mean that it will be forever, right? But if instead of your house is starting to freeze in one day, you will have four days or five days 
that's a big difference because in that time, most likely things will get better and someone will fix the supply. But right now, the houses are really, really, let's say, very vulnerable. I mean, it's not easy to think about it, but the truth is houses start to freeze. And it's just not only the temperature, it's the pipes. One of the main problems that they had in Texas was just not the temperature itself that was very, very low, but also it was that the pipes freeze it and then it just, you know, break and then they don't have water. They don't have water to drink, but they don't have water to shower for the toilets. That's just very, very a huge problem. We also find that it can be used, for example, in pavers, in these things that you put in the floor outside, and it will melt the ice much easier and the snow. Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> it would be great if I could get that on my driveway. Like this winter was pretty mild, but last winter, I mean, we had snow up to our hips a few times last winter. And luckily, my next door neighbor's got a snowblower. I don't. I just have your basic trusty shovel. And I think it would be pretty great if my driveway was paved with these pavers that would just, you know, melt the snow for me. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I was thinking about it. So how soon is it going to go from, wow, this is super cool, we just invented this, to, hey, look, it's in production and people are buying it all over the place at Home Depot? Yeah, I hope very soon. We had already seven companies of different building envelopes that are interested on this technology. They already signed NDAs and non-disclosure agreements, and we are in conversations with them to just move on and, and get this into the market. That was Purdue University Assistant Civil Engineering Professor Dr. Miriam Velelizancos. For more information, go to purdue.edu. We'll also post a link to an article about her research on our website, wakr.net. And also remember, you can subscribe to this program as a podcast through your favorite mobile app. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590 WAKR and WAKR.net.